G'day folks, I'm Jane Ferrari, I'm in the Barossa Valley, South Australia. I am a massive fan of Brentford Bees, West London Superstars. I'm on the Drunkard United football show with the two Sams because, let's face it, something's got to make them look good. Cheers from here and uh, you're listening to the Drunkard United football show. You know what? She's absolutely right. Someone has to make us look good. And yeah. you and you can't be mean this time. You want to be mean, but you can. I cannot be. You're absolutely right. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smell the Lord. Look straight and short. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show Season 4. A completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host Sam Houston and across the way from me is the well-rested, but back to the daily grind, Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing? Didn't do a lot of resting on vacation, actually. Did a lot of drinking. Did a ton of drinking. <laughs> After tonight, I think I won't be drinking again until Arsenal take the field on Sunday. Oh, so am I going to take a little break, huh? Need to take a little break, give the liver an old rest. Heard. <laughs> We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Sam, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. We are at DU Football Show on all of your social media platforms, as well as DU Football Show at gmail.com. You can use to get in touch. Got to say a uh, big shout out to uh, everybody at Region Ale with the uh, Baltimore Toffees. Got to hang out with them on Saturday. Um, someone stopped me as we walked out the door, said they were a huge fan of the show. Unfortunately, you got me as I'm walking out the door. Next time, talk to me during halftime, mate, so I can actually get your name and, and chat with you a little bit. Um, I'll be back there again. And uh, on Sunday, I was at the West Ham and um, Newcastle match at the Abbey in Fells, which is the West Ham bar. Yes. And obviously you're at the um, Federal Hill location. Uh, location yep. And the Newcastle supporters are at the Mount Vernon location mm-hmm. of the Abbey. So a lot of fun there. Uh, met a met a guy, uh, Drew, and his wife has never got his wife's name. Unfortunately, she never introduced herself other than we were chatting and stuff. But uh, great time. Everybody was awesome. I put up some videos of uh, of the West Ham supporters singing uh, uh, Forever, Forever Blowing Bubbles, Bubbles yeah, which was a lot of fun. So, yeah, enjoyed it. And we're going to do more of that. Going to try to, as long as COVID allows us, we're going to get out there and try to catch a few more matches while we can. Yep. Big, Bef- da- big Daddy COVID. You know, watching overs before big old impending doom comes. That's right. Is uh like uh, uh what's her name? Dean Trunchbull from uh, Matilda. <laughs> Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red blooded Americans we are, we've got to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Mr. Graham, what are we enjoying today? So we have a G&T. Uh, uh, keeping with it, the gin binge. Because it is still warm outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little too warm for the old whiskey. Uh, it's so, still warm in here. I, no shit. So with this one, we've got Prairie's uh, Cucumber Mint Lime Gin, uh, flavor gin. It is 
going to run you somewhere between uh, $29.99 and $35.99 on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And it is exceptional, in my opinion. It's completely organic. Um, they own the farm where they grow everything they need to produce the gin. Uh, and it is it is delightful. I, it, I really enjoy it. Uh, 80 proof, so it's not, not mm-hmm. overbearing. Yeah. Uh, not super juniper heavy. It is a little dry. Um, but the cucumber and mint for me, you know, stand out. It's nice and refreshing and it, it's very good. Yeah. For the tonic, I gave it the, uh, citrus flavored tonic from the a citrus fever, fever tree. tree. Yep. Yeah. And gave it a little cucumber wheel as well. Cause we fancy like that. But, uh, you, you hit the nail on the head when you said it's kind of doesn't have a ton of juniper going on. This is definitely the gin, a gin to try. If you go, Ooh, I hate gin. Cause it, you know, tastes like a Christmas tree. This is exactly the gin you want to try. That's for damn sure. Yes. Oh, quite lovely and refreshing. Yeah, it's delightful. It is delightful. So just remember to drink responsibly, everybody, of course. Oh, my God. He remembered to do it. How it took that? me three fucking years to get it down. Amazing. <laughs> All right, let's get into it, kids. <laughs> that knocked my cucumber wedge <laughs> off. I was fancy. I was going to say, not our best uh, production just, on the Clinkies. I was it? Just a little ratchet. rusty on that. In the city of Manchester, you couldn't have asked for a better start for United, and you couldn't have asked for a more frustrating start for City. Man United 5, Leeds 1, Tottenham 1, Manchester City 0. Uh, the Roses rivalry did not disappoint. No, it did not. The game was all over the place, honestly. Leeds were, were good value going forward. Mm-hmm. But they were a bit disorganized in the center of the park, and that showed. It allowed Paul Pogba, obviously, with four fucking assists, mm-hmm. to pretty much dominate play through the midfield. <laughs> Calvin Phillips was a huge miss for Leeds in this game. Right there on my note yep. says, Leeds overmatched in the midfield without Phillips. Exactly. It was it was rough. Um, rough watching. Uh, and their defense just seemed a bit disorganized. I'm, I'm not sure. It didn't see a lot of that last season. Most of the goals scored against them were because they were very organized, but they were running forward. They were, you know, just trying to overload on mm-hmm. the wings, and they just kind of left their defense a little stretch. Pogba completely unpicked mm-hmm. this defense a few times. There was a, a Mason Greenwood, um, Dane James a few times, just peeled off defenders and made very intelligent runs that Lee just didn't seem to be able to keep up with. Got to tell you, that is a that is a problem that needs to be fixed very quickly by Manchester United. He is on the last year of his deal. You need to hurry up, and even if it's just for one year, right, lock him up. Just lock him up for one. So even if the plan is to sell him at the end of the season, keep him happy. Let him keep doing that because oh, yeah. <clears throat> it can become a distraction real quick. And that's the good Pogba. That's the Pogba you want. Well, the other thing is he'll play like this for a couple of months, right? And then it'll we'll be nearing the transfer window. Mm-hmm. And then all the Real Madrid rumors spark up. All the, you know, that kind of stuff goes nuts. And he starts playing a bit shit. Please sell me. Please sell me. Please sell me. He's distracted. His head's turned. Whatever you want to call it. Right. Real Madrid, every fucking money. <laughs> He, there's no chance he can go there. Hence, he also isn't going to be able to uh, play under Zinedine Zidane, who's no longer at that club, obviously. <clears throat> Hence why you have to figure out getting him signed for a one year, because if you don't get him moved by the end of January, he's on a free. He's on a free. And, and we'll end then, up and, and invariably end up a PSG, obviously, because 
And then the distraction becomes, where's Pogba going? Every single match to the point where you would have to literally just not use them. Right. Bench him, not even make him part of the 25-man squad. Just just don't even use him. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. To totally agree. But it's... It's just funny to see the the place he obviously wants to go is mm-hmm. broke. He had a disappointing Euros, so even then his value probably would have been a little bit depreciated. Yeah. The COVID market anyway, his value would have been depreciated. Yep. And all of a sudden he comes out firing like this. Just kind of all you know, kind of adds up funny. Yeah, it me. does. You know it, what I mean? It really, really but does. I I still don't know. I mean, his passes in particular were very, very good. Other than that, I don't know how much of it w- it was United being good versus because I don't think Bruno Fernandez's goals really were particularly good he made, goals. He made a good run. Pogba put the ball right on his foot. One time Lindelof put the ball right on his foot. He put it in the back of the net. Did yeah. exactly what you're supposed to do. No, right, right, right. I, they just weren't overly spectacular. They weren't right. overly difficult chances. One of them was actually a little lucky, to be honest. I, I think the pass, the pass that led to the goal was more right. Impressive but I just wonder how much it was Leeds not being very good versus Manchester United being very good on, uh, being an intrinsically good team. Yeah. Is, is my question. I mean, even fucking Fred scored me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, you can't really look at yourselves and say that was a great day at the office. And and what's funny <laughs> is the best goal of the entire match was Luke Ailing. Was Ailing's. <laughs> Absolutely Luke Ailing's. It's brilliant. No he, goalkeeper in the world saving that. That was fantastic. You, 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 for, for United, this is exactly the start you wanted. For Leeds, you dust yourself off and you move on to the next opponent. Because the next opponent's at home for the first time in the Prem with fans. Mm-hmm. That's a big fucking deal. It's a big time deal. You you lose Huge. that one, then you have questions. But yeah. this one, you you chalk it off to being, you know, hey, we didn't have all the right pieces in the places, and it's them, and it that's just how it went. It's yeah. what it is. But you had to keep your eyes on this match too. I mean, uh, what was it? An equalizer was Luke Ayling's goal, wasn't it? Yeah. And then fourteen minutes, I was helping Carly with the baby while yeah. we were on, on vacation, right, watching this game. And one, one, to five, well, one, I walked into the other room to grab like a diaper and wipes came mm-hmm. back to one. I sneezed three, one. Yeah. <laughs> I went to grab, you know, make a bottle for the baby Four, four one. one. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why can't I see any goals? So it was, it was pretty good watching the highlights back and seeing all the goals I did miss. Um, <laughs> it was pretty good. Mason Greenwood's finish was exceptional <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, as well. Excellent. Let's move on to the next one. That was actually quite boring. Wasn't it? There was some decent football played, um, but once everyone reached the final third, it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> it just, there was like a lot of buildup. It was all four played, no sex, this game. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yes, producer. Well, I was just saying all four play, no sex. That's because uh, Jack don't fuck no more. <laughs> Her uh-huh. Jack don't fuck no more. It was actually kind of fun watching your ex not score <laughs> and well, not win. If he didn't want to win, he could have stayed with Aston Villa. <laughs> Two games now. No wins for Jack Grealish in a city yeah. shirt. I, I was saying, Mel, I was going to tell you. $50 million a loss. <laughs> Mel, your instincts were correct. When you were hovering your finger over uh-huh. the mute button, you just, you press it. That's what you do. You just go ahead and press it. So go ahead and hit that mute button. Right, right? here? Is this yeah. the button? Yeah. Hit it. Yeah. Now these, 
in my notes, uh, what what I what I have here is that there there were chances for both both sides. Mm-hmm. Nothing too terribly clear cut, and then Son finally decided. Uh, Remembered that there were children in the stands that needed him <laughs> to inspire them, so he uh, so he scored, uh, which was it was a, a brilliant hit uh, uh, from him. But really, the game didn't offer much. It was one of those kind of old school chess mass- uh, matches, if you will, mm-hmm. um, where the big six would always the traditional big six would not really try to go after it. They would everybody would be kind of tentative. It'd be kind of cagey. Um, and the goal is to not lose. Right. Um, I thought it was very funny. Uh, the conundrum of uh, Pep Guardiola trying to become the Harry Kane team, mm-hmm. but then lost to Harry Kane's team without Harry Kane in it. <laughs> right. So that was very funny. And then, um, but maybe this is, you know, hey, look, we lost the first game of the season. Uh, you know, one of the memes that was shared in the group today, uh, Sheikh Monsur, will you please write me a 200 million pound check, please? Yes, I need that now. Thank uh-huh. you. Yeah, we very obviously need to center forward. One, uh, 100 million for the player, <laughs> another 100 million for hair plugs and nose breathing <laughs> lessons. <laughs> exactly. So few things. Uh, first off, it was a lovely goal from Son. Um, I didn't necessarily need to think that we need to talk about his inspiration and work for the children and what a nice person he is for 10 fucking minutes afterwards. But apparently the commentary team felt very obliged to let everybody know what an inspiration to the children fucking son is. He's just such a happy guy. Such a happy guy, except for when he's getting red cards and injuring people, which he's done multiple times. But that's not the worry about. It's the children, Sam. You're right, because there was only one injury last year, and it was fucking... Jordan Pickford injuring Virgil van Dyke. Okay? Yeah, that's the right. The only tackle last year that mattered. Yep, that's it. The only one that mattered. No, no, no other tackles mattered. I believe they some. I remember listening to cover a commentary of uh, of an Everton match where Andres Gomez was on the pitch. They talked about his injury, and then somehow worked in Van Dyke's injury, and that Son was a nice guy while talking about Andres Gomez's injury. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's the trifecta right there. I mean, that's what we live for. It's moments like that. Absolutely. Um, Brilliant. Team responded really well to Nuno. And Nuno put out a Christmas tree kind of formation and had Deli Alley a little bit back. He wasn't Mm -hmm. as far forward. And the guy hustled and ran and played. He's barely played football for a year. It's amazing what happens when uh, you get rid of the manager that just fucking slaps you in the face every morning. Well, just think about it. I was listening to a few pundits uh, today even. And... What a, what a damning indictment, really, on Jose Mourinho's management. I mean, if you if you take that back line, mm-hmm. players that consistently made mistakes under him, players that are old and creaky, in terms of Eric Dyer especially, mm-hmm. but and then they keep a clean sheet against the champions, right? <laughs> like R- right. It, it just to me, it's <laughs> it's it's strange how Mourinho operates and. Um, I'm kind of glad he's fucked off to Roma, honestly. I'm, yeah. I, I was getting a bit bored of it. It made for great fun for us, obviously. We have a couple of sweet sound drops. Like we say in Portugal, bread is bread and cheese is cheese. And shit is shit. And <laughs> I'm glad you're gone, honestly. <laughs> now, a couple of points. of uh, to, These are going to coincide together. First off, Kane who? And, <laughs> second, and secondly... You can have all the midfield and width and individual talent in the world. If the guy you're putting the ball into is Torres, Fernand Torres, you're not going to win games. Like, 
city has to get Kane, right? Well, it's kind of like my fantasy Kane. team because right. that's who I had uh, yeah. <laughs> people whipping balls into on my fantasy lineup and uh, got fucked. I, I think they just kind of went, ah, we're not even going to mark him. We're just going to make sure we shut down the wings because he ain't going to score. We dare you. Please go ahead. Go for it. I yeah, dare you. Well, there was the issue because at the tail end of last season, he was scoring a fair amount of goals. Some of them spectacular goals mm-hmm. as well. Good hits. But based on this evidence of, of just this one game, obviously, which is which is kind of unfair, <laughs> but it seems to have a case of the Timo Verners, mm-hmm. uh, which that was the funniest picture I saw over the last two weeks. Okay. Uh, it was him, Tiago Silva, and Christian Pulisic holding the Champions League trophy and mm-hmm. looking at the camera, and Timo Werner is very obviously staring at about a 45-degree angle away from the camera lens, and the caption of the photo was... For fuck's sake, Timo, he missed the camera too. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fucking love it. Love it. Um, Could we be in for another slow start from City like we had last season? Um, If they don't get Harry Kane, I think so. Uh, They they seem a little stale. Mm -hmm. Uh, That the the midfield I think could do with a shakeup. Fernandinho was in there again. I don't know. I mean, you know, Rodri took uh, you know took part in the uh, Euros. In the Euros, and I know a lot of that Spain team went on to go and went very far uh, to the final in the Olympics as well. Yep, they were a very absolutely. very young side, but they they need a shakeup. They need they need something to 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 replace what they lost in Sergio Aguero. Yeah, if only even just as an ominous figure, an attention taker. Do you think that's Kane? I think Harry Kane has scored a lot of goals for them. I, I also wonder if him and De Bruyne, I told you this, I wonder if they can play together. Yeah, yeah. Because he's one that likes to drop deep. And Kevin De Bruyne is not really one that likes to run beyond. Right. He likes to sit back and occasionally arrive late in the box or whatever, but he's not one to really overlap or do any of that kind of stuff. He likes to sit back and dictate play more like Mesut Ozil did. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he's very good at it. He's probably the best in the world at it. And... But Harry Kane likes to drop deep. So who's De Bruyne kicking the ball to then? <laughs> what, you know, who's going to be there as that outlet? Yeah. Um, I think Kane can, but he's going to have to adapt to that system. Here's the next question and the last one for this segment then. If, if City has a slow start, can they recover like they did last year? Will this league let them like they did last year? Everybody has improved. Uh, United, obviously. Chelsea, obviously. Um, if Tottenham lose Harry Kane, I don't think they will be as much of a force, but obviously they are still somewhat of a force. Um, it's going to be tough if they, if they drop too many points, if they find themselves 10 points adrift, like they did last season by the middle of October, I think you may be able to write them off this year. Welcome back to the Prem newly promoted sides. One wins in euphoric manner. One gets a rude welcome back. And another one learns the valuable lesson as they almost fuck it right off. Brentford 2, Arsenal 0. Liverpool 3, Norwich 0. Watford 3, Villa 2. You're just happy this wasn't the opening game we were talking about. Right, Sam? Yeah. (laughs) It was... (sighs) Fairy tale for the beast, by the way. It was special. Fairy tale. It was special. Um, this was obviously the first game on the Friday night mm-hmm. uh, of the the opening game of the Premier League season, and this was everything that was right with football. I didn't mention it because I wanted to mention it now in contrast to this, but the ugliness of football was the 
aftermath of the Roses Derby. Uh, I don't know if you saw the mass rioting uh, that took place after between and, and fighting, basically brawling between the uh, lead supporters and Manchester United supporters. Basically, anything that wasn't attached to the ground was being thrown. Um, for all of that nonsense and cuntiness, you now have this, which brought me to tears. First time in the Premier League uh, ever. 75 years since they've been in the top flight. First time fans have been in that stadium. They're brand new ground. They weren't allowed in last year. Right. And then also... Um, <clears throat> The, the, the eight, last 18 months, just in general, the release of emotion, seeing fans in grounds again, right? The rendition of Hey Jude that they chant for Brentford. Yeah. It was, it was beautiful. Instead really, of saying Hey Jude, say Brentford. Say Brentford. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. It really was. It, it, I, I called my daughter out of the pool to tell her to come look at this. Yeah. You know, it was, and I don't know if it's, just my emotion over the last year, or if it, I, I, I really think what it is is I, I didn't appreciate what we all had until it was gone. Right. You know, we, we took it for granted. And that's why I think you saw every ground sell out. Um, Arsenal pressed. They had, they had chances in the game. The support for Brentford never wavered uh, from their fans and it spurred them on. We never got going. Aubameyang and, and Lacazette were, were ill. Huge misses. Big time. Huge. It, it lets you know exactly how important they are going to be to this team this season. Well, we had part of the problem, too, is we had very young Balogun up front by himself. And until Saka came on, Smith Rowe was trying to carry the load all on his own. Yeah. And can't do that. He, and he's not an out-and-out <laughs> goal scorer, Emil Smith Rowe. Balogun's only played for us six times for the senior team, and most of those appearances were in the Europa League. He had a cameo here or there in the Premier League last season, but he has no experience. He's primed to go out on loan. Eddie Nketiah, who has a lot of first-team experience, injured. Mm -hmm. um, so it was, it was difficult. Our forward line is not the same as it's going to be. Saka, obviously, come, late coming back, has only been in training for a week, just got 30 minutes. <laughs> He'd be starting over Martin Holly. Absolutely. Or or even on the other side, because Pepe, Pepe Pepe was toothless. I thought Martinelli looked lively, just didn't have the finishing. Right. Uh, and the rumors were he had a knee injury. <laughs> rumors mm. were he wasn't going to be back until the start of September. But he started the game. Like it was it's all very strange. Ben White, um, I thought looked okay in the opening 20, 30 minutes and then became a little anonymous. Uh well, he should be anonymous. <laughs> He's a defender. Uh, we shouldn't rest all our hopes on that. But even he looked like a a, a scared boy um, when that goal went in, with the second goal went in from the long throw. It yeah. was just like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, it just looked sloppy, and it does. It didn't look. Uh, I, I'm sorry, rephrase that. It not that it didn't. Not that it looked sloppy. It didn't look focused. Mm -hmm. he, he, plenty of talent on the pitch, but nobody seemingly really paying attention. Yeah, it didn't to what was going on. It, it also didn't look like we had a game plan. Or paying attention to the energy of the other side. Well, there you go. That's the oh, other thing. Oh, wait. We're in their building. It's 75 plus years. This is the first game in this building. Maybe, maybe we should take this a little more seriously. Maybe we need to play yeah. with a little more intensity. Maybe we need to knock one or two of them on their ass hard. I mean, honestly, it was the most and, Arsenal performance ever yeah. of, of modern Arsenal. It, it's everything that I lament and bitch <laughs> about week after week after week. All happened at once. Yeah. Now that being said, Brentford were very, Brentford were very good. You know what it was? 
it was this mix of Leeds and Blackpool, except for they defended too. Yeah. Like there was this full out throttle of assault, but there was a very mindful back four and spine to the team of we're going to let you have possession, but you ain't doing much with it. Yeah. You're going to pass it around the flanks and you're going to look around and you're going to make this little you around the pitch for a half an hour. And then you're going to fuck up and we're going to make you pay. Well, and they did uh, uh, ruthlessly. I mean, they, they were energetic. They were all over the place. Ivan Tony played like a man possessed. Mm-hmm. They were, they were everywhere. It was it, no Arsenal player had time on the ball. You know, it, it wasn't like they were hurried. Uh, 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 they had all this time and space and decided to do nothing with it. They were hurried. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Brentford were right on their ass every time. It w- it's, it's really frustrating because I am happy for Brentford. I do want Brentford to stay up. I just did not want them to start with three points against us, obviously. I, so. I understand if I would... If Everton was in that situation, we lost to him to nothing in their first game back up. I'd be very frustrated with my team, but I'd also be kind of happy for Brentford. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's hard like, for me to be, I'm very angry at my team, but at the same time, I'm, I can't be very angry just in general. They're singing Hey Jude at the end, and there's a 60-year-old man singing the song, and tears are pouring down his face because that man probably never thought in his lifetime his lifetime that he would see his club in the Premier League, let alone beating Arsenal in their new stadium in the first match of the season. Exactly. And then I mean, there was an 80, how, 85 year old how, how man. How could you not like that shit? The guy crying his eyes out. There's an 85 year old man there uh, yeah. that they, they showed a few times on, on camera. We may be talking about the same person. I made him a little younger. Okay. Yeah. But, but he yes. was there 75 years ago at yeah. the final uh, game in the top flight oh, with his dad. Jesus. Yeah. And then he was there. At this point, it was, it was beautiful. I mean, it, you can't be mad at it. That's, that's the struggle I'm having. Cause I'm fucking annoyed, but you can't be mad at it. It's, it's a beautiful story. And, you can't and, be, you can't be. And well done to the bees. What doesn't help <laughs> us is our next three games are like city, Chelsea and Spurs. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have it tough. Um, I don't know why she's taking a picture of herself with a uh, shot of Malort when, when that my shot, shot of Malort works for you. For me, yeah. I'll say if you're a new listener to the show, by the way, uh, we have all have a gentleman's and ladies agreement amongst us. Hey, wait a sec. So yeah. did Harry Kane. I don't yeah. have to do this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fuck off. He had a gentleman's agreement to leave. No. You're <laughs> Daniel Levy it. said, fuck your gentleman's yeah. agreement. And I'm a tyrant. Do your fucking <laughs> shot. You have to do a shot of Malort if your team loses. And if you're not familiar with Malort, Malort is considered the world's worst alcohol. And it is, uh, as I like to describe it, if earwax threw up. It sucks. So, Sammy, as you do your shot of Malort, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us your thoughts? Up to bees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, pretty terrible, huh? Yep. Three years in and it doesn't get any easier. You know what the good news is, Sam? You're not the only one doing one this segment. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's true. Uh Big three attackers score. Uh, obviously, Mane doesn't, but Jota, Firmino, and uh, and Salah all score. Your your stalwart in the back is back in Van Dyke, and your keeper pitches a shutout and makes a brilliant save at the end of the match. I mean, if you are Liverpool, exactly what you fucking wanted. Absolutely. I mean, this is exactly how you want to start the season. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, they were lively. They were they were energetic they uh I, I thought norwich actually gave him a decent game for the first tw- 20 25 minutes the bulk of the game they played him fairly well i mean at the end there was 
Allison had to make one hell of a fucking save to, to hold on to that shutout. And Norwich kept knocking. They weren't they weren't backing down. Yeah, absolutely. But once Liverpool made that breakthrough, things got a bit easier for them. Uh, <laughs> oh, and they, they were easy, uh, uh, much easier to take over the rest of that game and, and go on to score. Uh, Mohamed Salah becomes the first player to score in five consecutive opening days mm-hmm. uh, for Liverpool Football Club. And um, and it was just a, a comprehensive, very easy win. Yeah. Uh, for, for Norwich, you have to just forget about it. It's short-term memory. On to the next week. And unfortunately, from the next week is City. Yeah, <laughs> but but you can't let those games wear you down because those aren't the games that are keeping you in the prem. Correct. You can almost write like, them off. I just mean, yeah, play well. We looked good, which they did for the most part. They played their asses off. Be done with it. Yep. I have one thing I've got a little bit of concern about. All right. Clop without glasses. I'm not sure if I like. I this. don't like it. It made me very uncomfortable. I'm not sure if I'm okay with this. Somebody shared a video on DUFC of the. Uh, oh, which by the way, Drunker United FC is our closed group on Facebook. Find that uh, hashtag bants all over the place. It's a lot of fun. But somebody shared a video of football looky likeies. Mm-hmm. Probably a compilation Sean Dyche put together. <laughs> but <laughs> one of them was Jurgen Klopp, uh, this guy that was standing outside taking photos with people in a full Liverpool tracksuit. <laughs> Down to he had the same glasses that Klopp had, that kind of like, uh, like almost white plastic or like see through. Parker, yeah, Warby yeah. Parker glasses. Okay, yeah, that's exactly what he All wears. Right. So he is that like a 1950s cartoon? No, or something? It's, no. Warby Parker is a is a eyeglass company that <laughs> makes these very thick frame glasses that have like these little divots in the middle. It's, it's they're only very for annoying. Cool kids. That's oh, why sorry. you don't know about it. <laughs> It is what it is what hipster douchebags wear without a prescription behind a bar to look swanky. Got it. Okay, makes sense. Um, but he looked more Jurgen Klopp than Jurgen Klopp did on Saturday. <laughs> Love it. The looky like a guy from yeah, the video. It was, just, it was weird. It was weird. Uh, Klopp did walk over to the away section and was clapping him. And I saw him actually put his hand down like he was about to do the three pump and then went, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Not my park. I probably shouldn't do this here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh-huh. that's, that's great. Better than the times that you run out in the middle of the pitch when, uh, when you when, uh, score While the goal. game is still fucking happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I really not much else to say. Um, Norwich, let's just see how they do against the teams around them. Honestly, uh, great to see Sargent on the pitch. The uh, the American, mm-hmm. uh, I'm certainly rooting for him. I thought Absolutely. he I thought he had good minutes. Uh, again, this was this would be an Oso match if it wasn't for the fact that I was doing all three of the teams together because it's yeah. exactly what you expected the, the, to happen. Well, 100%, but collectively, even if we take the first five games and, and leave Arsenal out of it because we were missing our quote-unquote key guys, mm-hmm. um, it, it's exactly what you wanted from, well, obviously not from City, but from United, from Spurs, and from Liverpool. And I'm sure we'll, we'll come on to what happened at Chelsea uh, mm-hmm. here shortly. But if you take those games in microcosm, it is exactly the perfect start. Yeah. Your biggest player in Bruno Fernandes, hat trick. Your your equally bigger player, uh, uh, Paul Pogba, four, four assists. fucking assists. Mason Greenwood, a goal. Mo Salah, goal and two assists. Firmino, goal. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Diogo Jota, you spent $25 million on, goal. Okay. Yeah, it, it's exactly, Son taking the place of Harry Kane in the center of the park, 
goal. You'll it's be, exactly what you fucking want. You'll be detecting a theme later on when we go on to more games just like that, the, like Chelsea and like Everton. Well, that, that's exactly what you want. Exactly what you want is your big players stepping up from the off. They came to play. They were all fucking ready, which makes me more depressed about my own boys. <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, now let's time, get on to more depressive shit. Well, it's uh, time for somebody to unhit their mute button because now they have to uh, be held accountable. Uh, Jack who? Jack what? Villa Fox? Uh, you're not same again correctly. Oh, okay. Heard. <laughs> Heard. Very good. Lovely goal. <laughs> oh my God, was ah, it ever. Fuck. Introduce the game so we can talk about that. Uh, let me start with this. Uh, perfect, perfect start for Watford. I mean, an amazing first half. Almost Kept fucked it... up my fantasy admin situation though, dickheads. Oh, no. <laughs> Kept it going. Kept it going the entire time, right? I mean, just on fucking fire, right? And then at about the 68th, 69th minute, decide to completely fuck it off. Yep. Start making reckless fouls, bad. Well, like, and they almost, I mean, this is a valuable lesson to Watford. Hey, just because you weren't getting scored on in the championship doesn't mean you won't get scored on in the fucking well, Prem. That, that that should have been a valuable lesson from their last three months in the Premier League. <laughs> right. <laughs> over a, a little over a season ago. <laughs> Honestly, they did the same thing then. They gave a great game until 20 minutes. Soon as they conceded, ah, fuck it. <laughs> I, I'll admit, I do. Um, I'm not normally much for the yellow and black style jersey, but with the Sharpie logo, they're pretty fucking tight. <laughs> Their kids this year are pretty fucking tight. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> so what do well, you think, Mel? What do you think about uh, about your boys? Uh, you know, looking at the Facebook group, uh, the Villa North America, they're all doom and gloom and we're shite without Jack. And uh, Lindsay and I were texting. Uh, that would be your highness to you gentlemen. Yes, we know this. Uh, I, I, her by her, I, I address not, her by her government name. We're not worried. Uh, it's going to take some time for the boys to get used to playing with one another. We saw a lot of progress. Uh, the coach has got a coach, sorry, manager. Dean's got to figure out mm -hmm. uh, the right formula and the right combination of people. Traore came in, in my opinion, really late in the game. But you could feel a different energy and a different uh, uniformity once it came on the pitch. And I think we're going to have a decent season once everybody <clears throat> learns one another and just starts gelling. I think Traore definitely starts over El Ghazi for the most part. Oh, yeah. Maybe they were just given a little bit of a break. But you it, you could see with Bailey on the mm -hmm. one side, Traore on the other, and then uh, Benny in the middle from uh, um, the, the Norwich guy. And the Jets at the back. Yes. Yeah. With, with <laughs> Watkins or Ings in front of them. Decent. The other big one for them, I, you're starting Marvelous in a combo because you don't have uh, Douglas Luiz. Yeah. Right. That's a big fuck miss. Absolutely. He's a huge... Well, I mean, uh, he's, the, he, he covers a lot of things. The, the easy mistakes that the defense were making are normally covered by Louise being in those spaces to not allow that to happen. Absolutely. But the, nevertheless, still still very shaky but, and ugly from Villa. Yeah. The, the other piece was I think Konza is a little slow to get up to speed for the start of the season. <laughs> right. I think he looked a little bit off the pace. That will be rectified. He's a very good defender. Yeah. Um, Tyrone Mings, obviously having the... Oh, the being, Captain Mings to you then. Being so. away with England, yeah. <laughs> now, this was the, the other point I was about to make. That first half smacked of not having leadership. Yeah. And that's something that Tyrone Mings, who is still very young, must grow into and learn how to do is to lead this team. Mm -hmm. um, now, he did have John Terry as a defensive coach mm -hmm. for the last three seasons. So he's going to need to take some of those lessons bar sleeping with a teammate's wife and <laughs> and lead his team 
accordingly because not only did they lose their most skilled player in Jack Grealish, mm-hmm. Aston Villa also lost their captain. Yeah. There and, was a lot of debate over whether Mings or McGinn would have been better for the captain slot. Um, when in doubt, always choose the Scotsman. <laughs> True, well, Scotsmen are pretty angry. <laughs> if you need somebody, that, if, if there's one thing to take from the Arsenal yeah. game is there's nobody to grab that team by the scruff of the neck and get put a boot up their ass to fix what's going wrong, right? On field. Patrick Vieira used to do that. Right. Roy right. Keane did that for United. He would come over to you, grab you by the throat, and if you didn't start playing well, he'd kill you himself, hey, right? Speaking of Scotsmen, yeah, I don't big think, fucking dunk. I don't think, <laughs> exactly. Say no to him on the pitch. I dare you, say no. I don't think being vice captain is going to stop from again from doing that. I imagine him and Mings who already have a really good off the field relationship will translate into like two headed coin. Oh, absolutely. I mean, to say that someone's the captain doesn't mean that other people can't speak or lead, but, uh, and also see point two about Scotsman. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They will not be told to shut the fuck up and know their place. John McGinn will have a say in what happens in that team. Um, But he, he is their most senior midfielder now. And, He's going to have to show it, and and hopefully, um, him and Mings together can can push this team forward. Because again, Mings is very young. He's got a big ask uh, at, on his shoulders. You know, becoming yeah. the captain now. Plen- there's of there's this, plenty of, t- of the remember of this story storied old club. Yeah, the talent is there. They spent their money wisely. They've got a good team. I think they've got a very good team. I think they got a team that's good enough to press for the top ten and possibly even Europe. But they're going to need to figure it out without Jack. What well, they've always had that crutch to lean on. The other thing is one goal that that Watford scored was lucky as shit. Mm-hmm. The other thing is uh, you're not gonna get a Cucci Hernandez strike mm-hmm. like you got when he came off the bench with his third no. touch. Wow! I mean that was wow. That was bro. His name's Cucho, by the way, not Cucci. You I just went change that. <laughs> I'm all right with it. And uh, <laughs> back, that is henceforth to, his name for the season. Back to Watford. <laughs> one thing that people are going to need to remember about Watford. They were in the Prem for a while. They only went down and they came right the fuck back up. Right. They're not a yo-yo team. They've been in the, this is, this is like when Newcastle or West Ham had gone down and came right back up. They know what they're doing. The organization, it might not be coaches, uh, a coach, but that organization uh, has been there. I'd yes. say three of those teams that you mentioned, yes. <laughs> One of those teams, not so much. <laughs> so, and, and so much, so much that um, I didn't know this, but uh, they went back to Z cars because they were like, oh, I'll still stand inside us down. Fuck off. <laughs> Sir, El- Sir Elton sent us back down to the championship and then Sir Elton fucking, fucking almost lost our club financially. Nope, we love you. You're our boy, but nope. Back to Z cars. <laughs> they could have picked like Crocodile Rock, like something more upbeat. Uh, I'm still standing. I don't like it. Speaking of still my, standing. Yeah, I got to do my shot of my lord. So um, here is to Mings and McGinn. The big ask and the big ass up the villa. <laughs> well done. That's all right. <laughs> Tastes like a pretty good season. <laughs> Tastes like optimism. Rounding out the rest of the league, and oh, so that happened, was anything but. Chelsea 3, Palace nil, Brighton 2, Burnley 1, Leicester 1, Wolverhampton nil, West Ham 4, Newcastle 2, Everton 3, Southampton 1. Sam, allow me to read the sentence about Chelsea and uh, Crystal Palace. Sure. Exactly what Chelsea wanted, exactly what Palace didn't. Exactly. 
Um, they did lower their overall age palace. They did a couple of things. They're going to need to add some pieces before the end of the transfer window, yeah. very obviously. Patrick Vieira's got a big ask there to change the culture of the club in yeah. general, uh, make them a lot less boring. But it's a culture that needs to happen. Absolutely, it does. Good, bad, or indifferent, you need to see this project out. This needs to happen. You heard that from Brad when he did our 20 for 20 show. This has to happen. Yeah, and and you may have to just take a season out of the Premier League. You know, you may have to just give Patrick Vieira the full four-year term he signed or whatever it was. But I also just feel like, I, I still feel like even with losing 3-0 to Chelsea, I still feel like there are teams that are in far worse shape. We're going to get to two of them in this segment than, than I feel Palace are. Right. Now, but for Chelsea, exactly which one? Clean sheet, multiple people scored, scored from set piece, scored from open play, did exactly what you, I mean, Exactly what you fucking wanted to do. Like, oh, yeah, I, absolutely. Exactly what and, I said with fucking uh, Liverpool. Exactly what I'm saying now. Exactly nah, what you wanted to do. I'm not sure what happened with Reese James, but Marcus Alonso just made his stake to to start for <clears throat> Chelsea again. I mean, the Spaniard with the looks that kill and the body that does <laughs> is... Allegedly. <laughs> st- st- struck a, a, a I, I was, sweet I, free kick. I was going to say, I don't know. Was Reese James uh, walking down the street, <laughs> dark street late at night? <laughs> was was Marcus Alonso driving? That's, allegedly. It's terrible. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but he made Vincente Guaita look like a jackass, uh, just completely mm-hmm. rooted him to the spot. He was oh, absolutely yeah. tree trunked. Um, and then Chelsea, at that point, at 25 minutes, and finally rewarded for their opening uh, opening dominance. Uh, Pulisic made it 2-0 uh, after putting in a rebound from Timo Werner. Uh, well, sorry, excuse me. It would have been a rebound, except for he missed his kick, and Guaita actually pushed the ball uh, that Werner missed into... <laughs> Into the path of Christian Pulisic. Uh, and I just wanted to get that one in there, which is pretty funny. It is pretty uh, funny. I actually wrote out in my notes, LOL, LOL, <laughs> <laughs> I was really proud of Very myself. Very proud of yourself, aren't you? Uh, but what I really wanted to talk about was a sweet, sweet strike from Trevor Chalaba. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant. He's every inch of 28 yards out. Um, and his Premier League debut, young player, a lot of promise around him, a lot of talk around him. And he struck that ball as sweet as you could. And he found the far uh, far corner, and it was it was absolutely gorgeous. It's one of those cases where defense sees a defender dri- dribbling up the pitch, and they're about you know 25, 30, 25 yards out. And they just go, yeah, go ahead, yeah, have a little pop, dare you? They they're like, yeah, he he won't. He did put it in the back of the fucking net. Now and then you're standing there looking at each other, going. Well, oh, hold on. The pointing game. Weren't you supposed to go to him? Yeah. Spider-Man. Is it the no, Spider-Man? Yeah. You, no, you go. Why didn't you go to him? And the goalkeeper's just back there yelling at all of you. Go, really? The fuck? Don't feel like defending anybody? Great. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Good work. <laughs> the best part is Spider-Man's costume is the same color as Palace's jersey. <laughs> that makes it even better. Um, but yeah, it was it was a marvelous strike. It, it was very well done. Now I hope he can live up to the next uh, fifteen to twenty games, where every time he touches the ball, the Chelsea faithful will go shoot. shoot! Oh, absolutely! You know that's coming. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, Seagulls almost get Burnley, and uh, but you know what they did? They came back and won. Yep. H- hold on. They actually scored two goals in a game. Burnley came back in one? No, Brighton. Brighton came back in one? In my way downtown, walking fast, I'm a seagull. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, like, amazing. The, hold on. The system that Potter set up 
it worked. It, it actually did. worked. It absolutely did. Um, Tarkovsky opened up the scoring, obviously, yep. after shoving Neil Makeless to the ground. Uh, almost, <laughs> as, almost as if he viewed him as lower class or, or of a lower socioeconomic status. <laughs> uh, so, as Matthew, Matthew uh, Guendouzi would say, uh, and just shoved him to the ground. Surprised it wasn't a foul. Yeah, uh, honestly. I was surprised it wasn't called um, either. But uh, was where he needed to be. He headed the ball in off of Ashley Westwood's corner. Um, Mope scored himself. Uh, Goodmanson hit the post. Ben Mee hit the crossbar. Uh, and uh, Sanchez, a bit all over the place. Goalkeeper. Yeah. That was odd. He was pretty steady last season. And then all of a sudden... I don't know if it was fans being back in. I don't know if it was giving up the early goal, but he was kind of helter-skelter back he, there. He really was. He um, really, really was. But there you go. For all of Burnley's chances, they pulled a Brighton. Yeah. They couldn't kill the game off, and it came back to bite him in the ass when Alexis McAllister, the Argentinian lad, uh, came in and scored. Off the bench, it was an astute substitution from Graham Potter. I think this is when I told you there are other teams who are in more trouble than Palace. Burnley. Right Absolutely. That, that was, I wasn't trying to, I was trying to be rude uh, to our friend mm. uh, uh, on the show because it, it's funny, but I genuinely do worry for them. I think things are starting to stale there. Yeah. I really do. I d- and his name I escapes sh- me. I still can't remember. Uh, right? Brett. 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 No Two N's. No N. Yeah. yeah. All right. Very good. Nice Sorry, Brett. He was fabulous. He did he, such no, he a was. great job. No, he did because he also took it on the chin because he knows I'm right. Um, yeah, it's they need. No, to, it's true. They, what are you shaking your head for? They need to find some loans. They need there's there's good players out there on big clubs who aren't going to have an opportunity to play. Like I'd say, like a Ross Barkley. Like yeah, they need like, something. You need something. They need some sort of creative presence. <clears throat> somebody that's just going to have a Ross Barkley is perfect. Yeah. They yeah. could have earthworms I mean, dusted with chalk, and him and Sean Dice could eat lunch together every crayons, day. Crayons, thank crayons, you. crayons, you're right. Sorry, but he'll he has no problem having a pot from 25 yards out. Absolutely, he can pick a pass occasionally, but they need to do something because that team is so so stale. Yeah, absolutely. Going on to the next one. Let's wrap these last three up. Leicester City and Wolves. Jamie effing Vardy. Well, first, it was good to see Raul Jimenez back. Yes. Well done. Jamie (laughs) Effing Vardy. Because he is the rest of the story. Hold on. Allow me to call him by his Christian name. Jamie fucking Vardy. The shithousery returns. (laughs) I love it. And a cheeky fucking, like the cheekiest goal. Because like a big hard man like that, that runs all over the fucking pitch and is just a fucking lunatic, right? Like, I mean, he may not be... Big hard man in stature, but he's he's got big. Dick you don't energy. want to see him in the street. He's he's a fucking lunatic. You don't want to and, see him in the and street. And what does he do? Like a little cheeky flick, and even like even like moved his body while he did it. When like yeah. whoop, is outside <laughs> of his left foot, facing away from goal. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. And, and then runs over <laughs> to the traveling wolves support and howls at them. Goes <laughs> And then when he was done howling visibly laughed at them. <laughs> he was cheesing, going, <laughs> and then he pointed towards the stands and turned around and walked back to midfield. The shithousery is fucking brilliant. I, I'm surprised he didn't just like do a jerk-off motion <laughs> and just like launch it at him. I mean, the only thing that would have been better is if he pulled out a cigarette from his sock and smoked it. Oh, it was just brilliant. It just, how is it how is it like if Son did that I'd be losing my fucking mind but Vardy doesn't I'm like more right in my veins oh man. yeah give it you, to me give it to me I'm a free base that thing that's brilliant yeah. absolutely brilliant 
Um, for Wolves, what's important to talk about here with Wolves, uh, Triori misses two. Well, I was just about to say, Jimenez needs to get on the fucking treadmill because Triori cannot continue to play down the middle. Yes, for fuck's no. sake. Um, Triori misses two very good opportunities. I think we are finally reaching the part, the point with Triori. All the talents there, all the physical attributes are there. He's a hell of a player. It's all got to come together. I think this is make or break year for him. Could be. I mean, he could very well end up at, at, at a shite team if yeah. it does not go well this year. Yeah, I, I really do think this is it. He yeah. has to fucking do it. I would tend to agree with that. All right. Irons with three unanswered goals after the Geordies give away two one-goal leads, man. That game was fucking wild. It was. It was all over the place. I mean, Newcastle, for what they were worth, came out blazing. Yeah. I mean, they they were on, you know, and, and so did West Ham. I mean, they really were uh, 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 took blows at each other. Um, it was great, but West Ham will be disappointed with Callum Wilson's opener, I think, mm -hmm. um, as I can't remember who it was. Maybe uh, Craig Dawson got... Uh, maybe Craig Dawson got... Um, uh, turned inside out, I think it was Craig Dawson, by uh, Alan St. Maximin. Yeah. And then Callum Wilson, stolen between two defenders to get his header in. <clears throat> um, you, you'd think there'd be a little bit more done with that to be, yeah. to be completely oh, absolutely. fair. But other than that, I mean, it, it, there was a couple of uh, decent goals. Uh, I think West Ham's third was lucky as shit, wasn't it? Might have been. Was that the one? I was very focused on all the fans and not so focused on the game watching it. Yeah. Cause fair. I was in the bar. Just I, honestly, I was people watching. <laughs> right. But yeah, now it was, it was wild. Um, Jacob Murphy with a header uh, as well. First time he scored in a very long time. I think um, um, Jared Bowen uh, uh, scored there. There was a couple of decent patches of play in this game. Ultimately you worry about Newcastle uh, because of the, the manner in which they fell apart again, giving up three unanswered after taking the lead twice at home is not a, uh, a, a good look. Willick will make a big difference. Yes, he will. Uh, uh, there was a raft of this, and I, I want to see more <laughs> of it. Uh, new transfers being paraded around on the pitch prior to kickoff of the first game of the season. Yeah. Happened uh, to Joe Willick. Happened mm -hmm. also to Rafael Varane yep. at Manchester United. Yep, absolutely. Bring that back. I like that. That's fun. At yeah. halftime, bring them out. Gets everybody excited. Wave. Yeah, do it a little wave. It's pretty awesome. And when they're young, Joe Willick sat in the stands in a uh, Newcastle track top, which are the most beautiful thing in the stadium that day were those track tops. <laughs> I loved those. Those are brilliant. Yeah. Um, sat in a Newcastle track top between his parents. Aw, that's Aww. sweet. Isn't that nice? Very sweet. Yeah. So finally, Everton exactly the way Everton wants it to go outside of the Michael Keane fuck up. What was that? Oh, Jesus. What was he doing? My God, that was horrible. It was like short circuit. You're sitting there, you're like, pat, pass, pat, pat, pass it. Pat, pat. Oh, nope, he doesn't have it anymore. Oh, yep, he's in. Yep, that's a goal. I was, uh, of, for, course, of course, the new guy from the championship scores on us. Of course. For a quick second, I thought it was uh, uh, Taylor from the month of May. <laughs> Some mini one, <laughs> mini one. Um, Michael Keenan, a major one there. Yeah, There's no Jesus shit. Christ. But after that, you have Richarlison gets a goal and assist. You have um, a Decorey with fuck me. Yeah, hey, what was that? <laughs> like, the, the, the the was a throw in or something came in, and it was one of the worst pieces of control I've ever seen. Yeah, it was his, his um, legs seemed to short circuit. He stepped over it. It bounced off his thigh. It did you know all over the place? They say, yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna just have a hit. And then he absolutely <laughs> leathered that ball <laughs> up into the, the top corner. 
<laughs> it was throw into Coleman. Coleman chipped to Awobi. Awobi heads it to to Corey. That's what it was. Corey yeah. kind of throws a little fit like around on the, all the- <laughs> and then boom, back of the net, rips off his jersey, hugging a fan who jumped out of the stands, like ran right up to him and like in his best, best big dunk, like just big old hug and bear hugged him. But DeCorey, uh, you have Calvert-Lewin gets a goal off of a, off of Charleston assist. Awobi helps out coming off the bench. Uh, Gray and um, Towson do exactly what you want them to do. Work hard, put the ball in the middle. Like for Everton, other than that fuck up, exactly what you fucking wanted. Like that's exactly what you wanted. Absolutely. Like Much like we were talking about these other teams, like go out and do that. That's what you want. Yeah. Southampton in real fucking trouble. Oh yeah, big time. Real they Real will fucking be trouble. encouraged, though, by their uh, signing uh, Armstrong. Mm-hmm. He obviously scored the goal. It yep. was a, a, a pretty decent effort, that. And then he also had another left-footed volley later on um, that Jordan Pickford had, had did very well to save, in my opinion, even mm-hmm. though it was at a tight angle. He hit it with some real venom. <laughs> yeah. um, I think he, he looks very lively, uh, that Armstrong. Yeah, and what's great for the two of them, and I think that you know um, Ward Prowse will get them the ball. But there's the, the the rest of that spine is pretty weak, and I I'm I'm worried about Southampton. Yep. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. I'm I'm worried about Southampton. I'm worried about Burnley, and I think there's a chance maybe two teams could stay up from uh, promotion. Yep. All right, it is time for everyone's favorite segment, Sure Money. Now, if you're new to the show. This is where Sam, myself, and our degenerate gambling friend, Pat, make surefire safe bets guaranteed to win you a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) He writes jokes, Mal. (laughs) Jokes. So, uh, I will go ahead and, Mel, if you would, please, because he's not calling in this week uh, as he's on vacation because we got our admin all sorts fucked up. I have an email from Pat. And now, it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick It A Week. Well, it's a brand new year. Another chance to hit it big or take out a second mortgage to pay back the next day loan service that is sucking you dry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sorry for not being on the phone tonight, but I'm stuck in Schittsburg, Virginia, and the closest I get to a signal is seeing smoke signals from a campfire across the lake. So I'll make my first pick of the year pretty cut and dry. I'll take the Spurs-Wolves game in a draw at $100 to pay out $225. Uh, you guys have a great week, and I'll talk to you when I get back to civilization. Not a bad pick. No, it's not, actually. Yeah. Uh, simple and, pick. I like that. that yeah. That's actually a sensible pick. Yeah, I don't mind that. And uh, honestly, that's probably all he could get odds on, you know, for the brief moment he had a signal, <laughs> signal for. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first thing he saw. You previously, and I, I assume you're going to keep this running as well, called George the lock of the week. Yes. Well, yes, that's that's coming. Hey, that's that's coming. It's coming. Okay. Very important to first know, while I'm very happy to do better than you for the second season in a row, <laughs> I was still down, and that just isn't acceptable, Sam. Being down money, not good. Got to make cash, right? So I took the summer to catch up with a couple of my old handicapping friends, Willie Totu Spirelli and Harry Hot Take O'Hara. They helped me out. They focused me, learned a lot for them, and I'm ready to rock and roll. So with my first... Big Sam's Lock of the Week. It may be your segment, but it's still my fucking drop. 100% of the time, 
in theory, it works theory. 100% of the time. I am going to go ahead and take Manchester United to beat Southampton with Jaden Sancho to score his first at plus 280. All right. Actually, it, here's the here's the sad thing, though. Right now, it all sounds sensible. It really sounds sensible because we haven't made any bets and lost yet. Of course. So just give it time. It won't sound sensible anymore. Yeah, for sure. And as I said, I just want to reiterate that these are surefire, safe ways to make money. So in my f- first four-way away day parlay of the season... <laughs> Commit to the bit. I am going for a Brentford win at Palace because mm-hmm. Brentford looked good and Palace looked shit. Mm-hmm. Tottenham to win over Wolves because Ardama can't score. And uh, I don't think Jimenez is going to be up to speed yet. <laughs> Leicester okay. to win over West Ham because Leicester looked pretty convincing, even though they only scored the one goal. And United to win over Southampton away. And for some reason, the bookies are giving me Plus two seventy nine, uh, $2,797. <laughs> You're swinging for the fences already. Why not? Fuck it. <laughs> huh? so, so you feel good about this? I do, actually. Okay. Hey, you know what I'd like? What? I, I'd like for you to hit the cha-ching again for me for that. Yeah. Yeah? Oh. Money, baby. <laughs> Sensible. Surefire. That was an- Okay, segment. I think they've been better in the past, but we'll, uh, we'll, here we we'll, go. We'll now grow. You- we'll get there. But you, you, you know what this segment needs? A fucking chicken. That's what it needs. <laughs> so Kitty really hasn't been around much this summer as she flew around the world catching up from COVID lockdowns. So this evening, she was very calm and relaxed. But the coop was a little dark. Now, I could hear some music playing faintly, but I couldn't quite make it out. I got her attention, and I gave her Brentford traveling to Brajan's Palace of the Crystal Palace for you newbies. And Kitty quickly waved her wings around uncontrollably as the music became much louder and the pounding drums rang in the coop. It was Phil Collins in the air tonight. And while I know that Phil is a huge Brentford supporter, and Kitty fancies the bees to start their season 2-0. And And there you go. Kitty would also like me to remind everybody to please remember, always gamble legally and responsibly. Fucking chicken. We're sticking with that? Uh, yep. I've fallen, and I can't get up. Oh, no. Now, in our next new segment, here is the championship roundup. We are oh, go- you don't say. Yes, I don't say. We are giving uh, <laughs> uh, a little light to our fallen friends <laughs> that have gone down and exited the Premier League uh, and now no longer have that status. Heart you fits. And are now uh, championship clubs. Uh, so, uh, obviously, early in the season, we're not doing deep dives onto these teams right. yet, uh, but an absolute boatload of teams come out of the gate with a win and a draw. I believe it's the top eight are all sitting on four points. Yeah. Uh, but Fulham take the cake uh, on goal difference, winning 5-1 away to Huddersfield this past weekend. Oh, that's a nice uh, win. Which was huge, yeah. Uh, QPR kept pace, winning 3-0 at Hull City, uh, and only trail, uh, I think, by a goal on goal difference. Uh, which is awesome. And Sheffield United opened up their hopeful return to the Premier League with a loss and a draw, having not scored a goal yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> Some things never change, unfortunately. Well done, lads. 
Um, but Scotty Parker's moving on seems to have freed Fulham up uh, and them getting Marco Silva playing a bit more of their free-flowing, fantastic football. Um, Parker's at Bournemouth now, right? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Mitro back on the score sheet mm-hmm. in kind of unconventional fashion. I don't know if you saw that. No, I did not. Closing down the goalkeeper. Goalkeeper dwelled on the ball, tried to clear it. Mitrovic fell. The ball hit his knee. Didn't even go straight into the back of the net. It <laughs> looped over the goalkeeper's <laughs> head. And uh, nobody was there, obviously, to clear it off the line. That sounds exactly the way Mitro should probably uh, be scoring. And I think Marco Silva will probably livid at it because he likes to play attacking free-flowing football as well. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Um, West Brom edged out Luton Town 3-2 after an opening week draw as well. Um, so like I said, it is quite congested after two weeks in the fixture. Uh, after two fixture weeks in the books. I also did want to make a special note of Wayne Rooney uh, and the situation at Darby County. He apparently has been sleeping at the training ground uh, trying to figure out new signings and what to do with this team. Sure, it has nothing to do with the fact that Colleen asked him not to come home. I was going to say, he's doing this alone, right? There's not someone with him? (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, (laughs) But he um, uh, had a 1-0 lead going into the 90th minute uh, of their game. Uh, Darby County and uh, ended up giving up a 91st minute and a 97th. I think it was maybe 99th minute goal oh. to lose two to one to uh, Darren Ferguson's Peterborough United in Fergie time. A newly promoted Peterborough, Peterborough right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's not going good for Darby County. And it's County. Alex's son, Darren. Oh, it's not going good for Darby County, man. And it's it's not going good for Wayne Rooney. Not at all. How long? How long do you think he has? Uh, November tops. Yeah, before they axe him. Yeah, it's just wow. How the mighty have fallen. Is he still playing too? Is he still putting himself on the pitch, or is he uh, just staying? He might have to. Just because they, they need have like someone that badly. Eight recognized first team players. I think something ridiculous. Perfect. Well, yeah, I think it's important that we start checking in on the championship, considering that there are going to be three teams from this league. In the Premier League next year. So Absolutely. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So a quick check in, you know, um, the, a lot of people that were in the Premier League, Fulham especially, showing us a lot of love over the last couple of seasons. So want to make sure we give them their just due as well. Absolutely. And and continue to check in with them. So hopefully they come back up, the old cottagers. Excellent. Well, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Uh, Sammy, any parting words? Yeah. Uh, a couple of cons to call out this week, actually. <clears throat> uh, Manchester United lead supporters, mm-hmm. um, Ray. And... Uh, <laughs> We'll get into that in injury time. I have thoughts. <laughs> I just want to make sure he heard it. <laughs> um, no, but that's it. Just uh, stop being fucking hooligans. That's yeah, not necessary. And by the way, don't forget about um, our uh, our West Brom people. And of course, Nick, our our wonderful Sheffield supporter. Can't forget them. Of course not. You're Absolutely. just giving it all up to the Fulham people. Got to remember the rest of our peeps. It will forever live in him to me. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Next up is Injury Time, where you're going to hear us review the beers we've been drinking, check in on the Ibs and Aki Stanley, and preview the weekend's action. Sam, how does one find Injury Time? It's actually quite simple. Just open up your internet browser of choice and go to www.patreon.com backslash Show and sign up to one of the top two tiers. That is a $5 tier or the $9 tier. Mel, why? Because 10 is just way too much. Damn straight. 
Uh, you sign up to one of those two tiers. You get sound check our pre-show recording where we actually do check the sound. A lot of times it ends up in fun, like the 20 supporters super show you heard a couple of weeks ago where you only heard us talking to 20 people and not 20 people talking back to us, yeah, exactly. uh, which was brilliant. I fixed it halfway through. <coughs> oh, halfway through we fixed yeah, it? Through. Okay, good. I cut out the boring parts too. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and then Injury Time, which is our preview show, our deep dive into the upcoming week, not just our bet. Excellent. Yeah. All right, everybody. Until hey. next week. Season four, guys. It absolutely is. Season Get four. Get Fucking come on. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Put you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right A.A. the fucking Gooner Graham. Smell the Lord. Straight and short, Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Hit the fucking new button.